Welcome back to the Water and Stone Church podcast. You are listening to episode number 64, and I'm Jenny Randolph. I'm Dieter Randolph, and this is the sound of my voice. So as we start to gather around this time, I want to share something really kind of fun and special and, you know, not unusual for us. We were on our sunrise morning walk Mm -hmm. on this last Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The weather is beautiful because it's not getting, it's not too hot. This is the time of year. It's really beautiful. It's still a nice, cool breeze. Watch the sun come up. It's beautiful. And we ended up uh, walking past the marina as we often do. And there's often this older woman yeah, and just she walks our, her dog. Our lives are such that her timing and our timing is we almost always run into each other at the same place by the marina there. Mm-hmm. And I it saying hi to her is good for me because I always that's where I start really fantasizing about living on a houseboat as crazy as that idea is. And seeing this wonderful smiling person brings me back to the moment instead of a million miles away where 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 I often am. So uh, it's always good to see her, but this time around she had something different to yeah, say. Yeah, she was like, if you go right past gate 12, there's a, there's a manatee right there in the water. And and so we went up and and she, lo and behold, it, ginormous yeah. manatee just floating and graceful and beautiful. And I had never seen a manatee in that particular area No, I, usually because the marina is obviously a very protected area. Usually... There's another part of our morning walk where there's open water, and that's where we tend to see dolphins, dolphins and, and the, occasional yeah, manatee, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But in this little spot, he was just hanging out here. She, yeah, I didn't ask. Um, <laughs> manatee gender is a spectrum, and we, I didn't know, you know, anything about it. But there was this amazing presence right there, just hanging out. You know, I thought it was just really a, a powerful thing. And what I thought was really cute is that she had continued on her walk, Mm -hmm. but she was watching us watch the manatee. And so when we looked up and and we're ready to go on our way, we we turned around and uh, she waved at us and we gave her a (laughs) thumbs up and it was just like one of those connected moments. So it was really beautiful when you have the extra people in your life. We don't even know her name. We should probably ask her her name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it doesn't even matter the the external stuff, her name, where she's from. It doesn't matter in that moment because we just had that really beautiful connection. It was really awesome, and so we were all happy and we were continuing on our way. And well, something ha- I just want to put out there that I don't believe that things outside of us have any real power. The power in this universe goes from inside, inside out. out. We mm-hmm. don't worship rocks or trees or crystals or anything else. It's it it that's not how this works for us. So you know we tend to not be very superstitious. For example, mm-hmm. there's no power in a broken mirror or walking under a ladder either. However, if you decide to be the kind of person that is looking for signs, and I think we've done an episode about this a while back, and we if did. not, we, did we a ought signs to. episode, but. If you just decide whatever it is is, is a good, good sign, yeah. it's not that anything outside of you has power. It's that you have set yourself up to be a little bit more in tune with what God wants for you and a little bit more out of the way of your ego stuff and your expectations. And that's a great spot to be in to wit what happened next. 
So we were, you know, just trotting along and just really happy. And I was, oh, wow, that's a, mm-hmm. that's so neat. We've never seen that before. Isn't that cool? Don't you love the place that we live? Post Manatee And, and I, you know, yeah. we live in paradise. And so we were just like, you know, going back and forth, just enjoying the morning. And we get to our usual coffee spot to get our coffee. And I love uh, the the place that we get coffee, Kawa Coffee, and they all know us in there, and it's really beautiful. Yeah, so and that said, morning it was Jess and it Aaron. It was Jess were there. and Aaron were there, <laughs> and so we were like, "Hi guys, you know, whatever," and and uh, and we get to pay for our coffee, um, and they're like, "Nope, there's a gentleman outside, and he has he has paid for everybody's coffee this morning, so just go ahead and enjoy it." And we're like, "Oh, that's so cool, yay!" But see, and, I want to stop right there because. What I know is that there are a lot of people who would assume this was part of some kind of sales pitch, close down in some way behaviorally, insist on something, or this is where most people fall. I think most people would get their coffee and say thank you and move on. And that's cool. Nothing wrong with that. But what I love about you, one of the many things, is that you said, now who did this? Right. And they pointed. I'm like, a, I said, are they still here? Yeah. You know, who's this? And so the um, Jess, who was working the register, pointed outside. And at Kawa Coffee, you can sit outside and you can see everybody sitting outside through the window. And she said, it's the guy in the green shirt out there. And so you zeroed in on, okay, here's the guy. And I think already above and beyond. And so we got our amazing coffee, best coffee in town, if you ask Agreed. Me. And, uh, and then we, we went outside and walked around and I had planned on saying, you know, Hey, thanks for the coffee. That was it. Move on. But you said you kind of got in front of me as you often do. (laughs) If, if our move, if our life was the movie up, you're Ellie and I'm Carl right down to the ground. Okay. Agreed. But so you, you Ellie'd right in front of me and you said, Hey, thank you for the coffee. My name's Jenny, by the way. And you shook his hand and shook the hand of the gentleman who was also sitting at the table. They both inter- both introduced themselves, and then I introduced myself as well. Way uh, so you're already like five levels past what people tend to do. But I love that that happened. It's just such a beautiful Saint Petersburg moment. Oh, I mean, I'm sure it happens in other towns, but that kind of thing happens a lot in this town. Right. This is the first place I've ever lived where there's a sense of community pride and you you feel like you're in a place instead of a city that's just endless suburbs, for example. Right. And so this is our town, you know, and I love those moments. But I also love the spiritual message of set yourself up to be open to signs. But so that's part one. That's the mm-hmm. manatee part that leads to the coffee. Right. But do something about it. Engage in that process. Be be more than passive in it. And that means really giving thanks, actively giving thanks and not just giving thanks, but introducing yourself to the thanks, so to speak. Really be open to that. And I think that that's really, really cool. Yeah, I, I loved it. You know, and the chances are we're never going to see that guy again. I'm hoping um, to see, I'm not even going to bring my phone with me next time to pay <laughs> right? for Just the coffee. Like, hey, we're, Here we know, go. Hey, why why keep the miracles from from uh, occurring, right? But it was the right thing to do and and you know what? I I think most people would do that. And I okay. and I want to be in a world where I think that and I'm encouraging people because I think that people rise to the standard that you hold for them. So I'm Fair not enough. I'm not going to say that most people wouldn't go the extra mile. I'm going to really sit here and affirm and say, you know what? People are better than that and and they will go the extra mile. So okay. if you're listening to the podcast, you know, do a little extra. 
go go just just a little bit not a yeah, lot yeah don't lot, just, just say thanks to the to the barista find where it came from right and you know there's a lesson about looking for source there that we should talk about sometime but right. in general Put a pin in that. We'll i just loved back. i love that whole exchange and i think going the extra mile is is huge in so many ways and it actually kind of reminds me of of what's going on tonight if you watch jenny's cooking show this day this day dot life for those of you following along on the internet www.thisday.life yeah. <laughs> but uh <laughs> One of the things that you'll notice is that she, you know, obviously it's a vegetarian show. We talked about that a little bit. Maybe we ought to talk about that again. Maybe it's about time. But anyway, one of the products that we tend to use a lot is from a company called Beyond Meat. And they make, hands down, the best veggie the burger. Best, yeah, veggie and, meat alternative if you're looking for it. They're Beyond Chicken. You can use just about any time, any any way that you would use regular chicken. Right. Um, their burgers are outstanding. The burgers are so good that They're it's one of those where you, you go can use for like when you're eating one of the veggie stuff. burgers. You're like, is this? Did I accidentally get a regular burger? I mean, they use beet juice, so it's even red in the middle, and it's just—it's crazy how good it is. It's very yummy. But we have there's a number of vegan and vegetarian news sources. That's how nerdy we are that we follow. You know, there's one called Live Kindly that I highly recommend. It was one of my follow Fridays a while back. But anyway, they announced a while back that that Beyond is making uh, brats and chorizo. Well, and it's, 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 I don't, I think the three that they have are, they have an original brat, they have an, they have a sweet Italian, and then they have like a spicy um, sausage, mm, something okay. like that. So those are the three that they have. But they announced yesterday that they're going to start carrying them nationwide at Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Stores. I am so excited. Yeah. And, and guess so where we're going? The, guess where we're yeah. going tonight? We're the going closest to Whole, Whole Foods. Foods is actually like a half hour from here. Mm-hmm. And normally, not crazy about the Whole Foods because I like shopping local and that sort of thing. And yeah, there's a little bit of a hubbub well, about the Whole Foods. We'll get them. Yeah. They'll get them. But right now, just to go and try them, we're going to go. But so go immediately upon hearing that announcement, you called the Whole Foods. I did. I called them on the phone. I'm like, are you one of the stores that has the Beyond Sausage? And he's like, yep, we have it. And I'm like, oh, thank you. I'll be right over. And he was yeah. like... Okay. Well, what I, what I mean, I, he was not, he was clearly not as excited yeah. about well, what me I coming is, to the store. I, I was sitting next to you <laughs> when you called him so I could hear kind of his tone of voice on the phone too. And the impression I got is that he had gotten a lot of those calls, <laughs> which is pretty cool. I love it. it cool. that I feel like compassionate people are, are it, compassion is becoming trendy, you know, and, and, you know, not to go that to should the go whole, on a t-shirt. Compassion yeah. is trendy. Hashtag compassion. Yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> we can talk and talk and talk about the vegetarian thing and the spiritual dimension of it and what all of that means. And I think there's a lot there. And we have talked about it. I'm sure we will talk we'll touch about on it. it again. But sometime. at the end of the day, for me, the basic thing is I just want to get through my day without something else having to die. That's it. You yeah. know, there's more, but that's that, that you don't need anymore. But so I love the idea that we're getting to that place where it's not just common, it's exciting for right. people. So anyway, we're, because we're so nerdy about the whole thing, after I get done with the day job and we get done with other things, we're going to drive, you know, we'll be in the car for an hour there and back just to get some not sausages. Well, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to stock up and stick them in the freezer. So, you know, I, it'll, I will, I will make the trip fruitful. It there will be, go. it will, well, they be, have fruit it will there be, too, yeah, well, yeah, it'll be worth it. It'll there be worth go. it.
So as we dig in, I wanted to talk a little bit about the concept of carrying a grudge. And this comes from a number of places. Um, I've got a, a weekly blog post. I've been working through the Beatitudes. And uh, this time around, it was the blessed are the merciful. So you think about giving people a little bit of slack. But also, I've been thinking a lot about somebody that I was just walking by when I was walking through downtown the other day said, uh, I'll forgive, but I won't forget, which is something I think we've all heard a hundred million times. And my... I may have even said it before. Well, I mean, you know, you it know maybe, I mean, it's, it's probably, or, or some variation of, you know, well, I'll forgive you, but I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna really let this yeah. go. And yeah. it's in the vernacular. Everybody's heard it. Sure. Most people have said it and so on and so forth. But the, the response that comes up for me, and I didn't share it with this total stranger that I was walking by. Obviously, I didn't know the context. And let's not be jerks where we correct other people. Right. By the way, mm-hmm. that's a topic for a podcast. But anyway, the the response that comes up in the in the in my mind is, if you won't forget, did you forgive? And so I wanted to talk a little bit about holding on to the concept of a grudge. I wanted to talk a little bit about, well, yeah, we forgive, but what's the difference between if I forgive and I forget, do I get into a codependent enabling kind of a place? Where's the line? How does that break down? And so there's a lot to talk about there. Does anything come up for you, Jen, when we talk about, you know, grudges other than the, the horror movie? Ooh, that, that is it. Uh, yeah. Every, <laughs> got a terrible impression. <laughs> it's of that, a very bad that impression. Kid. I know. Right. It's just, um, don't go see the grudge. It's not. No, a, yeah, it's not, no, I don't I'm, like I'm not, I'm not gonna, anyway. I'm not gonna recommend it, but I will say that the fact that they can come up with a horror movie and the name is the grudge, um, duh, don't do it. Well, and in a way, you know what it's I mean? About, it's, it's yeah, not that I recommend the movie. I'm not, no, a, but, I don't recommend scary movies by most of the time, but it is a movie about what happens when you hold on to something. Right. Exactly. Where you're, you absolutely cannot let go. And, mm-hmm. And ultimately leads to your demise. What you can't let go of can't let go of you. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's yeah, something really no, powerful. There, there really there. is. And, and you know, we can you can get spiritual and you can get your spiritual message from just about anywhere, True. even a horror film. Mm-hmm. You know, so for me, I think that obviously it's, I don't really see the point to it. But I, I, I know where it comes from, and it comes from pain. Mm-hmm. And when you hang on to a grudge, it's because you really have had your feelings hurt. Sure. Right? And that that's, happens. That's where, I mean, that's where it comes. You get your feelings hurt. And I want to stop right there. Okay. I think that there are times when we're not giving ourselves permission to acknowledge the moment of hurt. And so we cover over it, but because you don't deal with it, it festers. Well, and I'll go a step further. Not only do we not deal with it, we don't speak to the other person about it. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I have learned over the years, especially, and you know where I learned it? It, Working with kids. Because kids can be sharp and mean, and they don't always mean it. They say what they think. They have no filter. They're little ones. And so they can say, wow, your breath smells funny. Or wow, your <laughs> butt is fat. You know? And they'll just say, <laughs> I, get that it, a lot. I, don't, I don't think that it comes from a, 
malicious place in children. I think they're just simply observing as they grow, right? Mm-hmm. But I started to say to children that I work with, if some if something came up like that, I'd be like, wow, that really hurt my feelings. What you said, it, it made me sad. Mm-hmm. And instantly you can see a child go, oh, wow, um, this is not good. I didn't want to make you feel bad. And so I think it teaches people emotion and how to treat other people. Well, and it, But yeah. what is the difference between doing that to a child and doing it to an adult? So I've started doing it to, you know, if somebody says something that stings, I will acknowledge, wow, that was a little harsh and that, that kind of hurt my feelings. Is that where you want to go with this? Yeah. I think because that there's... Because I don't yeah. know that they always know that they, they are affecting you that way. And I think that that in our desire to connect, which is something that everybody wants. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it's something that we are not culturally prepared for in, in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I think things get worse when we dive into social media because that's not genuine connection, right? We know this. We've talked mm-hmm. about it. So I think that desire to connect with people when manifest through a a less than sophisticated set of tools means that people are just throwing stuff out there all the time. I think that people say things that if they really thought about it, they would be hurtful or provocative in some way or another. They don't mean it that way. They just, this is what I got. Mm -hmm. Can you please respond to me? You know, that kind of a moment. And it comes from that place. And so what I want folks to know is that forgiveness doesn't mean acting like the thing didn't, didn't happen. happen. It right. means saying, you know what, what you said, is that really the power dynamic here? Is that your communication paradigm? If you want to use those words, is that what you wanted? Because what you said about my, my butt or right. the world that, that didn't land with me the way that, that, felt comfortable for me. So, you know, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt and assume you're not trying to hurt me. Right. But I just want you to know, yes, you have gotten through to me. No, I don't want that kind of connection. So let's take that those pieces of information and evolve into something different. Now, obviously, that's not how you would say that to a person. No. Unless you really like watching people's eyes roll. But there are things you can say that get there, that scratch that itch. And so... When somebody says, well, I don't want to, I don't want to forget because I don't want to give them permission to keep doing it. That's not how forget works. Right. The idea is you did a thing and you know what? That thing impacted me negatively. I choose not to be impacted anymore, but as your friend, as another person on planet earth, as your brother and sister, however you want to look at it, I have an obligation to let you know where that lands. I have an obligation to let you know, you know what, this isn't how I'm going to be treated. Well, because we say it all the time. We're here to grow. And if we're supposed to help each other on that path, I'm going to mess up sometime. Please call me on my stuff, but do it very, very kindly. Mm -hmm. But I want to bring up another point about all of this. People show you who they are believe them yeah that's you know and and here and and along those lines people also show you how to um teach them how to treat them and how to treat them yeah we you know we teach we teach people how to treat us and i think that you can conflate those two things people teach you how to treat them believe them with that too you know what i mean yeah exactly don't don't try to reach um somebody 
that that can't can't get there with you. You well, know, you're not so gonna, you're not going to bully it. You're not going to you're not force in this area does not work. You cannot force to some force anyone to learn the way that you think they ought to learn. One of the things that we f- we started doing with our children when they first started homeschooling with us is I was reading this book and I cannot remember the name of it now. But we had a person that was going to the church that we were going to at the time, uh-huh. church that we were serving in at the time, and she was a brilliant child psychologist. Yes. She was awesome, and so I would often kind of pick her brain just in casual conversation to say, okay, you know, what do you think about this? And between that book and and the doctor, I discovered that there are ways that you can watch your children when you ask them questions about what kind of learners they are. So for example, if a kid is a visual learner, mm, okay. they'll they'll when they're thinking of something, they'll look in a certain direction. If they're so auditory if they're, kind of stuff, exactly. Yeah. So if they're auditory learners, they when they're trying to think or hear you you'll see a head tilt. Um you, you know, you can watch how they move their hands and and it's been a very long time, so I'm not going to give any like specific Sure. You know, um, things, but if you can find that out and my goodness, what I discovered is that my children learned in very different ways. So I had to use a different toolbox for both of them. Right. And I think that that's an important point because this is not just a biomechanical thing. This isn't just NLP kind of stuff. And Mm -hmm. that's, there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's great. But this is, this is a deeper level too, because if there's a kid in your life, it's part of your job as a caretaker, a teacher, a guardian to get through to that kid. They're in your life because there's certain things that they need to learn, but to get there, you need to learn how to talk to them. And part of that is, you know, things like auditory, visual, whatever, but part of it is emotional and part of it really is a spiritual thing. How do you get through to people? How do they talk? One of the things that, that I talked about in men's group the other night is one of the biggest questions, uh, most popular questions, I should say, that people have for me is, is it okay to sue somebody? I don't know why, but for whatever reason, over the years, that question is one of the, the most common questions that people ask me. Am I a good Christian if I take somebody to court? You know, that that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I got to say... Oh, that's a good question. Sure, because... Because stuff happens. And we that's live why. in a litigious society. You mm-hmm. sue, you know, the... the the thing, I don't even know if it actually happened where the lady sued McDonald's for the hot cup of coffee or whatever, you know, that kind of stuff. And people go crazy with that. And obviously it's a big deal. And so somebody goes, well, I don't want to be that person. I'm not in it for the money. And I also want to model forgiveness and that sort of thing. And yes, you do. So pay attention to why you're doing the things you do, but put that in your pocket and think about the fact that Paul says, Speak to people in a language that they can understand. Mm -hmm. And then you go back a little bit further and Jesus says, don't cast your pearls before swine. And what I always say is that doesn't mean that people are pigs, but it does mean that pigs don't care about jewelry. And the point of that is that different people are geared up to be excited about different things. Pigs want mud. Doesn't mean mud's bad. Right. So what is it that you need to do in order to be heard? That's your job. So often, the fights that I break up as a marriage counselor, as a teen sponsor, as a lot of things that I've done, so often the fights I break up is when somebody says, how come you don't respond to the treatment that I like? Right. And that's not how any of this works. 
I think that so much of interpersonal communication, doing the thing that we need to do in order to grow with and for and about other people has to do with making sure you know that it's not about you. In my communication with you, I have a message that I need to be true to. But the way in which I communicate has got to not just be about what I want. And I have a thought about that. Okay. And I I think the reason that people do it and expect people to respond the way that they would respond and expect people to behave the way that they would behave. Well, you know, this is how I would do it. So why wouldn't, and of course this is the right way because I'm doing it the right way. Again, I, I never think that this comes from a mean place. It doesn't come from a harsh place. It doesn't come from a premeditated place. Folks are looking for sameness. And that's the thing. That is where it comes yeah, from. Totally. They want to have the same. And I know we're talking and referring back to little children, but little children can be, serve as such beautiful examples of growth, mm-hmm. right? I think that that's, sure. that's usually what it is. But Well, it's what they're here to do. Right. And kids and are, I think we, we give kids permission to grow. Yeah. I think we adults don't give, don't give each other that yeah. kind of permission. But we're all just looking for that sameness. We're looking for that connection. So I want you to respond the same way that I do because that's the only way that I know. And aren't you like me? And please be like me. Mm-hmm. And and come on, we're, we can do this together if you just respond like me. But that comes from the the ego place. Well, right? I, and it comes from a colossal missing of the point. Because you know what? We are engineered to find oneness, mm-hmm. sameness, unity, whatever you want to call it. We are engineered that way. It's what we were built for because that's what love does. Right. Love is the power of one. And that's what we're made out of. Yeah, little kids get so excited when you have the same as them, sure. right? But the thing is, sameness does not happen on a material level. You know, you know, the, the- you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of when you eat something bad. Or something is, is wrong. And you're like, oh, you got to taste this. It's awful. Well, I mean, that's and even. You want to, and it's such a clear metaphor for this. Yeah, you know? actually, I, that's something I'm going to talk about on Sunday. Actually. Really? But, oh, how funny. But the, the thing is, we want to share. But the mistake that gets made is when people assume that their unity is grounded in something material. It's the beginning of all kinds of dumb racism and xenophobia and exclusionary exclusionary uh, ideas. But at the end of the day, everybody is is different materially. Everybody looks different. You know, my kids resemble me, but they don't look exactly like me. And we have a lot of DNA in common. I mean, it, nobody's the same materially everybody's been through different stuff people look different not everybody likes the same food right. you know if you want to you know it's the star bellied niches i mean it's it's one of those things where sameness doesn't work that way and if you are the kind of person who needs everybody to be materially the same as you or because you can't handle it you develop a grudge you've got a long list of people that you will not break bread with you've got a long list of people who you you dislike and you enjoy that feeling of superiority there's a problem there you're not learning mm-hmm. and that's the thing i think for some people the transaction is i need you to be materially the same as me and if you're not i get to put you in this this hate locker and in so doing i get to feel superior to you And I think for a lot of people, that's a transaction. 
But something amazing happens when you decide that, you know what, our sameness comes from the fact that we're children of God. And you go back to the idea that we're made in the image and after the likeness of God, but everybody looks different. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean God's got a lot of, a lot of different, you know, noses. It means that every face is the face of God. Right. And it means that we need to look for our self, our identity and all of that in a different place. It's not material. It's spiritual. And when you decide that we are all one spiritually, then you're able to forgive because you give each other a little bit of permission. You know what? I give myself permission to not be perfect. God is perfect. The truth about me on the inside is perfect. But this outer part of me is in process. I give myself that permission and I start to give other people that permission too. And things begin to ease up. Mm -hmm. So it's easier to move past this than you think that it is start looking for the sameness on the inside don't you know don't look for the don't look for the sameness on the outside so because be you're not gonna you're not gonna find it you know I mean you might find it at a at a football at a football game or a sports team game or some kind of you know a sporting event of some kind a sports team game <laughs> I know, I like right? I'm like, yeah. are you going you to tell. that sports team game <laughs> But, you know, you'll you'll see some people around you, but then again, you'll see some people that aren't. So but you see, that's, that's dumb works. too. Because it never works. You're rooting for people because they're dressed in the same outfit. The, pl the players on your favorite football team aren't all from that town. In fact, maybe none of them are. And, you know, the previous season, maybe they played for a different team. So they wore a different color pants. You're rooting for a shirt. Right. And so sameness has got to happen on a deeper level if we're going to grow into something new. Right. Well, we're getting to our listen up section of the podcast. Do you have a question this week? I do have a question. This is one of the questions that came in on Sunday morning. As you know, we have a segment of our of our service where people have sent in questions and we answer the questions. We put a number up on the big screen and people can text in questions while I'm talking, stuff that comes up for them and things like that. And this is such an important part of our worship idea that every fifth Sunday, we have an entire lesson devoted to that. We call it Ask the Pastor Sunday, and it's actually coming up. The last Sunday in April is the fifth Sunday. And so I want to encourage people to send in their questions. In this case, this was a question from a quote-unquote normal Sunday that we didn't get a chance to answer during the service, and so we wanted to answer it now. It's also anonymous. When people text to that number, we do not know who is texting. So, yeah, so whoever sent it in. Yeah, we don't have a name this week, but thank you whoever texted this a couple weeks ago. And the question is, can you rescue someone who doesn't want to be rescued? No. <laughs> well, I think, Thank you for playing. <laughs> yeah, I think that, that there's, there's a lot going on there. I think that um, we're not in the rescue business in that way. Good point. I, I Good think point. that I think that we are in the salvation business. You know, I don't want to put too much fire and brimstone around the word because it's not about hell. We don't believe in it. And it's not about an evil power. We don't believe in that either. But you can mess up. You can do the dumb thing. You can forget who you are as a child of God and do things that are hurtful, that are counterproductive to your growth. You can learn things the hard way. For example, 
We say deliver us from evil and when we read the Lord's Prayer, but it doesn't mean deliver us from some bad guy. It means deliver us from the dumb thing I do, I do when I don't know who I am, for example. And, and all of that. So rescuing has to do with something different because if my growth is about what's on my mind, if my growth is a matter of my choices and my actions, or as Paul says, we must each work out our own salvation. Right. Right. The idea is I can't work it out for you. I think really the question is here is can you stand by somebody that is walking through their process and hold them up and cheer them on, even if they're not going to do it the way that you think they ought to be doing it? And can you do that? So can you rescue them? Absolutely not. But can you hold them up? Can you cheer them on? Can you walk by them and be by their side and encourage them when they need that encouragement? And can you walk away when they don't want your presence anymore because they're trying to figure out whatever is going on? Right. Can and you do that? Yeah, for that and a lot of this stuff can happen from a distance and sometimes with a person like we're thinking of and describing, it must be done at a distance. Because sometimes if I'm in the room with you, even though my motives are pure, I am validating your dysfunctional behavior, negative self-image, dumb idea, whatever it is. And so sometimes, a lot of the time, that kind of thing has to be done from a distance. But here's the thing. There's no distance in God. Right. And I can't pray for you because prayer is something that you do. That's between you and God. Just like I can't think for you or grow for you, I can't pray for you. But I can choose how I see you. And maybe I'm the only person in this crazy life who doesn't see you as a loser or as a failure or as something like that. And I can't make things happen for you. But the world we live in is the result of our joint expectation. So if I'm a person voting for a positive outcome, your growth, your liberation, your freedom, maybe that changes things for both of us. You can't rescue people in the sense of pulling them out of a situation. But the good news is that anything can be a self-rescue. You're not in this alone. But at the end of the day, you, just like the prodigal son, have got to get to this point where you stand up and you go, you know what, I'm going home. I'm, I'm done with feeling this way, with living this way. And it might be that your decision to get up and go home is made easier when there are people around you whether they're physically or just spiritually around because they're far away physically, if there's people around you who say, you know what, you're awesome. You're better than this. I love who you are. Let's think about things in a positive way. You know what, you're saying a negative thing. I'm not interested in that. I got no time for the dysfunctional behavior. Here's what I got time for, something that's empowering, for example. And there's a lot of ways to do that. Some people don't want to hear it. And I think that that's at the, at the core of this question. It's not your job to just be like some crazy cheerleader who won't take no for an answer. It is your job to change the way you see them. And if you come from that vision, how you interact with that person will naturally change. Things will evolve, but stick to the vision and the execution will follow along.
this is the part of the show where we check it out, where we tell you what's going on in our world. There's a million things happening at Water and Stone Church, and we would love for you to be a part of any or all of them. As always, the best place to find out details about what we're doing to get maps and, and more information and contact stuff and all of that is our website, waterandstonechurch.com. Waterandstonechurch.com is the place to go to find all of that It's got everything you need. And, and a, then some. Yep, and great ways to contact us on all of our social media and everything else. Yeah, so. if you scroll down to the bottom of any page of our website, there's links to all of our social media, our Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and on and on and on. It's a great way to get started in your journey of walking with us in this crazy stuff. Speaking of walking with us, I want to mention a couple of things that we do throughout the week. You heard us talk at the beginning of this podcast about our Wednesday morning sunrise walks. And those happen at 7.20 a.m. every Wednesday morning at North Shore Park. And as always, there's maps on the website and all that stuff. We walk for about an hour, about a half hour up to get coffee, about a half hour back. And, you know, you never know. You might see a manatee. You might You might get free coffee. You might get free coffee, (laughs) y'all. So come and join us on Wednesday mornings. It's a really nice way, midweek kind of prayer focusing time. You know, we don't don't do sitting silent prayer. And it's not formal. But, you know, there's different kinds of paying attention and there's different kinds of ways to center and this is just a beautiful way please come join us you won't regret it and once you do it you'll get hooked absolutely the other thing i want to mention is that our sundays our sunset celebrations every sunday about a half hour to 40 minutes before the sun sets we meet at saint pete beach and we park at the uh, Dolphin Village public parking beach access. And uh, there's maps and directions. The time varies because sunset varies. But in general, it's about a half hour before sunset. Go out there to the beach and go south uh, 50 yards, 100 yards. So you'll see us there. And it's a great opportunity to just remember what's important. Right. One of the things people say is when you're working on something, trying to find an answer, working through a crisis, or just looking for inspiration, get yourself to a place that's elemental, whether that's a view of the mountains or or whatever it is. And in our case, watching that sun go down on this incredibly gorgeous beach is a great way to get centered. It's not a formal time. Sometimes nobody even says a prayer or anything. It's just a matter of being together. Absolutely. And then we go get some coffee or some food or whatever. And it's a, it's a great way to, to affirm this family. I also want to mention our YouTube channel. That is sort of the hero yeah. of our social media right now. <laughs> it has so many things on it. Speaking of prayer, it has Dieter's amazing prayer series. He, As he mentioned before, he is working on the Beatitudes. It's called The Helper. Mm-hmm. That's going really well. And of course, this day, if you're looking to make some really good vegetarian or vegan comfort food, have a little bit of a spiritual message, come on by, watch a couple of videos. This week is going to be really awesome because our friend Mitch Egan is on it. He's going to show us how to make our uh, his buffalo sauce. He's yeah. actually from Buffalo, New York. Yeah, it's a big so deal. So he is authority. I, I have I, it from the source. So it's going to be really I can't wait to watch fun. it because, you know, uh, Mitch is a carnivore and the show is a vegetarian show. So you make... Hey, we don't discriminate. Yeah, you make stuff that's not meat. <laughs> And 
I tried some of it. It was amazing. So I'm. it's fun to see how that goes down. I can't wait to watch the video exactly. when it comes but, out. But, you know, if you go, go to subscribe. You can actually go to YouTube and just search for Water and Stone Church. Don't forget the church because that is like the key, the keyword mm-hmm. to do it. Or you can just go to our website again, waterandstonechurch.com. Scroll to the bottom. It'll take you right there. It'll give you the hookup. That's all you need. But please go and subscribe. It really does help us. Helps us get the word out. Yeah. And it helps us do and live this dream that we're that we're living we we need to change the world and you can do that yeah by helping us by subscribing to youtube absolutely and the thing that i really want to let you know about is sort of the the star of the show the centerpiece of everything we do the reason that we are what we are is our sunday morning celebration and we meet every sunday at 11 o'clock at university of south florida st petersburg campus it's the building is called harbor hall it's a gorgeous place right on the harbor you can see the sailboats and everything every sunday at 11 o'clock there's maps and directions on the website it is a life-changing moment for you people come from all over just to be there with us to be part of that family to ask questions to be part of the fellowship and everything else um this coming sunday which is the day that this podcast will go out is the last in a series called truer than true the following sunday is our special ask the pastor sunday and the sunday after that is the beginning of a brand new series and i want you to stay tuned for more information but it's called the i am And it's going to be amazing. Every Sunday, Harbor Hall, 11 a.m. Speaking of the church, service and volunteering is at the heart of our church. And we have an amazing service project coming up May 11th. That is a Friday from 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. We'll be down at Fort DeSoto Beach, Mm -hmm. Fort DeSoto Park, picking up trash, having a little bit of a cookout. Hey, maybe we'll make some of those uh, vegetarians. I know. I'm going to stock up. I'm stocking up now. See, I wasn't even thinking about it I know. I was. I really was. So please come and join us. You can find more information, again, on our website, our Facebook page, all that good stuff. So please join us May 11th. That's a Friday. Um, it's in a couple of weeks, so we'd love to see you. And another way to just stay in the loop for all of the things that we do is to text I am ready, all one word, I A M R E A D Y to 84576. Text I am ready to 84576, and you'll automatically in, be in the loop for all of the things that we do. And we don't go crazy with the text messages, one or maybe two a week to let you know what's going on. And if there's a special announcement, a change of plans, or something like that, it's a great way to get the word out quickly. But if you want to, be in the know, text I am ready to 84576. Dieter, it's time to wrap it up. We're all in this together. And the nature of our togetherness is spiritual more than material. There are people in your family that you don't share biology with. There are people in your family that you don't share a roof with. Family is defined by the love. We are in one big family. We are all children of God. We We are defined by the love that we share. And we are here to learn from each other and to teach each other how love works. How does love work for you? What do you think about when you think about love? That's what you are here to share. It's true that maybe not everybody's got a clear definition of love. Maybe for other people, there's some hurt in there. Sometimes they work it out in the context of your relationship with you. You don't have to take that on. You do have to let them know so that you can grow together. 
This podcast is recorded at Pinfeather Studios on the comfy orange couch. And the head honcho of Pinfeather, the person who edits these uh, these podcasts and is one half of the music you hear, is the handsome and strong Raina Randolph. The other half of the music you hear is the lovely and talented Miles Randolph. Miles and Raina are the cornerstones of our band that appears every Sunday morning. They're the music you hear on the podcast, and they're doing a million other things. Go seek them out. You'll be glad you did. This podcast is solely supported by you. And there's a lot of things that means. It means you can donate uh, electronically by going to our website and doing that. It means that you can share all of the posts that we put out there. It means that we would love for you to write a five-star review on wherever you're listening to this podcast, whether that's iTunes or SoundCloud or Stitcher or whatever else. It means a lot of things. It means that we would love for you to show up. Be a part of our Sunday morning celebration. Come take a walk with us when the sun comes up. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Do those kinds of things to be a part of this community. And most of all, tell your friends. If this is making a difference for you, it can make a difference for somebody else too.